0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Koinonia Church Message Library. Our hope is that today's message encourages you, challenges you, and brings you closer to Jesus. We are confident that God's word is living and active and is relevant for us today. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy the message.
1: Happy Boxing Day. We hope you've had a great time celebrating Jesus' birth and honoring God. Rebecca and I want to tell you about two gifts that we gave each other almost 30 years ago.
0: All right, did you bring it?
1: I brought my gift. Why don't you go first?
0: I brought my gift. We thought it would be fun to take a couple minutes and tell you the story about some Christmas gifts that we gave each other way back. Well, I think mine was a Christmas gift. Yeah, I think so. Or was it a birthday gift?
1: Your birthday and Christmas are so close <laughs> together.
0: Okay, I've got mine. I'm going first? Yep, go for it. All right. It. Well, One of the things that Brian gave me one Christmas, probably about 30 years ago, um, I was, I think, 17 or 18 at the time, and you gave me, do you remember?
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah. We picked it out.
0: Beautiful watch. It's a little different than the watch that (laughs) I wear today, Um, but he gave me this watch when I was 17, and the reason why I chose it as my most special gift is because... It made me feel super professional when I wore this watch. It made me feel valued and loved because um, I was young and and I just thought, wow, when I wear this, I feel beautiful and confident and I, I really valued that. That was a really special gift. So that's, that's what I brought. So now I'm wondering what you brought.
1: You ready for my gift? I'm ready. All right, here it is.
0: The guitar, yeah, such a good gift.
1: Rebecca bought me this gift almost 30 years ago. It because it was so big, it was a birthday Christmas gift, yeah. but it blew me away when she brought it out. I felt so valued and loved by you. Mm-hmm. And you know what else I have? I actually have the card you wrote that went with it.
0: You still have it.
1: Yeah, let me read it. Dear Brian, December 25th, 1991.
0: 91.
1: You said I love you and enjoy, I want you to enjoy this gift. Merry Christmas and happy birthday. I love you, Rebecca.
0: Oh, I'm so sweet. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that
0: was really a good gift.
1: It was. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. I love it.
1: And I have a gift for you today. I picked this one up for oh. you. Because it's a regular one that you enjoy.
0: It's a regular one? What do you guys think's in it? <laughs> You aren't going to believe what the gift is, but I know what it is, and I definitely love it. It's cheese.
1: Yeah, one of your favorites.
0: Cheese is definitely a love language for me. Yeah. Okay, may seem like a cheesy gift to you guys, but <laughs> this tells me that you were thinking about me. Yeah. You had to go somewhere to get it, and you valued me enough to give me espresso-flavored cheese. This is amazing. <laughs> okay. I would uh, cut it up and put it on a charcuterie board right here and now, but...
1: We'll save it
0: for after. We'll save it for later. We'll save it for later. Uh, But we wanted to focus today on gift giving because we believe that there is so much value in giving gifts of time and energy because it allows people to know how they are valued, they are seen, and they are loved.
1: Yeah. And today being Boxing Day, let me just tell you a little bit about the history behind this day. There's a couple different theories that go with it. But one idea is that on December 26th, it was a day that the lords of the manor and the aristocrats typically distributed Christmas boxes. They were often boxes that were filled with gifts, money, sometimes the leftover from Christmas dinner, but they wanted to give them to the servants who worked the day before on Christmas Day. And it was a way to say thank you for serving all year long. Now, another popular theory is that on Boxing Day, The moniker arose from the alms boxes that were placed in the churches during the Advent season. So the money that was collected in the churches all went into one box. And then the priests would go and they would give that out to the poor on December 26th. So Boxing Day always carried a bit of excitement about a gift that was being given to people to show that they're valued.
0: Well, regardless of how it actually got started, one thing we know is that Generosity actually started with God. Yeah, First and foremost, generosity is part of a kingdom culture. It's part of the kingdom of God, generosity. So I took some time to think of a few examples of how generosity has looked in our family. And um, the first example I was thinking about was with our kids at Christmas time. We wanted to develop a culture of generosity in our family. And so when the kids were small, We gave them loonies to go to the dollar store. So these four little kids just tromping off to the dollar store. And their goal, do you remember what it was? Mm -hmm. The goal was for them to buy gifts for their siblings, to buy gifts for Brian and I and for Nana. And I just remember how they came home and they would wrap up their gifts and put them under the tree. And then every day leading up to Christmas, what they were most excited about was the giving. They could not wait for Nana to open their gift or they could not wait for their sibling or for dad to get that like Santa sparkly Christmas Christmas ornament ornament. that was so precious to them to give. But it really developed a, a kingdom culture of generosity in our family. And another example that I thought about was... The time that we cleaned up the neighbor's yard, do you remember that with the kids? We were out for a walk with all four kids and there had been a windstorm or a rainstorm and lots of trees were down and we saw this yard and thought, wow, it looks like it. nobody's cleaned it up. It happened about a week ago. And so Brian, who has a sometimes more generous heart than me, was (laughs) like, let's knock on the door and let's ask them if we can clean their yard. I'm thinking, okay, that sounds like a lot of work. But... I followed his lead and it was an elderly couple that lived there. And so we took about an hour and I remember the kids dragging twigs and and trees and we cleaned, helped clean up their yard. And we never really got to hear too much about the outcome of that. But our kids talked about that for ages because we gave that gift of time to the neighbors, people we didn't really know. And it sunk into their hearts, just that that spirit of generosity and, and how important that is.
1: Yeah. And let me tell you about one other example. It was, this was a gift that really touched my heart. It was a gift from the Huber family. Uh, the Huber kids, four of them, took some time to write me um, a, a note, each of them, and color a picture. Then they folded it up, put in an envelope, and mailed it to my house. And so when I got this envelope and opened it up, I thought, it's personally addressed to me. And I opened it up and thought, what is this? And you remember, I I just had this overwhelmed feeling that four kids saw me and they wanted to send Pastor Brian a note and they had drawn special pictures. And that truly touched my heart. It was a very simple gift, but it spoke volumes to me that I was seen by these kids. They valued me and they loved me. And that was special. Hmm.
0: So what we want to talk about is why does generosity mean so much? And I think you and I would both agree that we learned about generosity from the DNA of Koinonia. When when we started coming to Koinonia years ago, we saw this culture of generosity that was new to us. And this was the place where we really started to learn about generosity. But Bri, I think you're gonna share a bit about why it means so much that God calls us to be a generous people.
1: And generosity means so much because it actually is in our DNA because we have a gift-giving God. And so God gave us right from the very beginning. He gave us a life. Uh, he, we read in Scripture that he breathed life into man and woman. He gave us love. Uh, he gave us his Son, Jesus Christ. God gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit. God is a gift-giving God. And so it's important for us to understand this, to learn this, to respond and follow in the path of our heavenly father who gives good gifts. Mm -hmm. We read that in James 1.17, that every good and perfect gift comes down from the father of heaven to us. And so as we learn about our father and step into his heart, then we begin to be people who are giving generously as well. Mm To be selfish, to be self-centered is the opposite of God, the opposite of generosity. And so we want to pick up on this and say, God, we want to be generous like you are as well.
0: The other thing I noticed about generosity as we studied it this week is that it impacts people so deeply when we're generous with them. And the way I thought about it was as if it's like a love letter from God to someone. When we are generous with someone, with our time or... Our our treasure. It's like God is speaking words of love directly to them through us. And as I highlighted before, it's because it allows people to experience three things. They feel valued. When we give them time or gifts or, or, or treasures, they feel valued. And secondly, they feel seen. There is no better way to feel seen than For someone to give you their time or to bless you with something. And lastly, they feel loved. When I opened that cheese box, I felt loved because I knew Brian took the time to think about what is important to me. And cheese might seem like a funny thing, but he knows that it's important to me and that allows me to feel loved. So a gift, whether it's time or it's just something intentional that you do for someone, whether it's an object given. It says, you are valuable to me. I see you. I love you. And I just think that is such an amazing gift that God has given us that we can bless others with that generosity.
1: And God actually uses us to communicate his love to others, Mm -hmm. to communicate that they're seen, they're valued. And it comes right out of Jesus' heart as he communicated to his disciples. In Matthew chapter 10, verse eight, when Jesus was saying, I'm going to send you out, the disciples, to go out and share the love of the Father as a gift to each person, he said to them, freely you have received, freely give. In other words, you, I've given you a gift. It's eternal life. It's the love of the Father. It's the, the gift of forgiveness when you forgive one another. He said, now go out and share that and give that to others. And when we step into this and say, God, we want to be as generous as you are, then we begin to experience not only the Father's love for us, but we begin to see it firsthand as people receive that love, that gift of the Holy Spirit. The heart of the good news of Jesus is really about the gift God gives, His grace. He gives it as a free gift, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says that it's not something we earn, it's actually a gift that God gives us, his grace, the gift of eternal life. And so once we receive this gift of Jesus, then it actually does transform our hearts that we're so excited, we want to share this gift, we want to tell others about him too. How we give this gift can be through exactly what you said, can be through a gesture, through time, through giving something financially, but it can be through our words as well with our words of encouragement and affirmation, people can receive that as a very valuable gift. It could be something that touches their hearts because they feel the compassion of God when we're speaking compassionately to their hearts and into their lives. So the variety is many options. We can, we can do give a meal, we can give a gift, we can give time we can give our words, but when we are generous like the Father, we can see it touch people and transform them because they're actually experiencing God's love.
0: And as we talk about Boxing Day, I love the visual of picturing just kind of boxing up our time or our energy or whatever it is you're sharing that we're giving, where God's calling us to box that up to care to give to others and i love that visual visuals help me to see what god is calling me to do and the reality is this is going to look different for everyone so if you're a parent what kind of energy and time and gifts you're going to box up to give to your kids is going to look different than for uh, a grandparent or a single person or anyone who is wanting to give to god of their time and energy it's going to look different and this is where we need the holy spirit's help right Mm -hmm. We need him to speak to us about how we can be generous and what he calls us to give. And maybe he's going to call you to give something practical, like Brian said, but it doesn't have to be that. Maybe it's that note or that word of encouragement, but whatever God calls you to box up to give to others, let's do it intentionally, especially this week as we wrap up our Christmas celebration. Let's take time to really consider how God wants us to be intentional with generosity.
1: And so today's Boxing Day, we just shared a message about God's heart, his love, about how people love to receive a gift because they feel valued, seen, and loved. So we want you to take just a minute right now. Um, Maybe there's a few of you in the same room listening to this message. Take a moment and just talk with each other. And and how are you going to be generous out of this day out of God's gift of love, take a moment and just talk about that.
0: Well, we won't see you until next year, but we are so excited about all the things that God has in store for us as a church family in 2022. But before we go, we would love to pray over you.
1: Yeah. Father God, we thank you that you are a generous God. Your heart is to give, and you have given to us as your creation, as your sons and daughters. You have given us gifts of life, love, your son, your spirit. And God, we say thank you. Thank you for seeing value in us. Thank you for seeing us, that you want us to be a part of your family. And God, thank you for your incredible love for us. We, we treasure what you've given us.
0: And Father, I thank you for our friends. I thank you that you are teaching all of us to be people who love you, people who are generous because of how generous you have been to us. And Father, we are so looking forward to the things that you have in store for us as a church family. And I pray today that you would guide each one of us into intentional ways that we can love the people around us, that we can walk in generosity. And God, I thank you today that you are the one that has taught us that we are loved, we are valued, and we are seen. And we look forward to sharing that message with the people around us. We thank you for your goodness, God. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: And we do hope you have a great week just celebrating with family and friends, cheering, thanking God, and just being blessed by the gift of his love that he gives to each one of us.
0: We love you. Happy New Year.
1: Yeah, Happy New Year.
0: Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. We want to encourage you to let the Holy Spirit sink today's message into your heart, to let it transform you and bring new life. If you want to learn more about Koinonia, you can go to kcf.life to get connected. Thank you for being a part of our community. If today's message encouraged you, we would love for you to rate it and review it and share it with a friend. We love you. Let's continue to build God's kingdom together.